Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? I'm supposed to say that. <laughs> Hello and welcome <laughs> to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. As you can tell, I am not talking like Carl. Um, Carl's actually, he's still still away. He's been working on a couple of projects here. We'll hope to have him back here uh, fairly soon. Um, so I have got uh, today with us. Are we, uh, is our sound bad? What's going on? No, no, I'm just looking. That's oh. good. That's good. <laughs> today we have myself, no Todd, and we, we have two... Members of our firefighting family, I have Ash. Hello. And I have Scott. Hey there. And yeah, a little different. Um, we miss Carl. Um, hopefully he'll have things uh, tied up here soon and, and come back to us. And um, we have been chatting with him. He's been been pretty busy though. So um, today we just want to um, kind of do a recap over the past uh, Christmas holidays here. Um, everybody's been pretty tied up. Um, with just life, and it was, a, it was a good little break, actually, but we're ready to get back at her. Um, so today, let's just talk about uh, kind of what we've been up to. Any fresh calls there, boys? Well, we've had, uh, since the new year, actually, we've had a fair amount, but they've all been, I don't want to say nothing, because no calls are nothing calls. Mm-hmm. Not somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somewhere. <laughs> somewhere Your call today even. was a nothing call. Yeah, our call today was a burn complaint. It was a nothing call. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, you know, New Year's Eve was, uh, there's always that one call on New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. so we got a, uh, we got an MVI, um, no real serious injuries, but of course, power lines down, and, yeah, um, power pole <laughs> sheared off, <laughs> yeah, so that, mm-hmm. uh, messed up the traffic for a while, so, uh, uh myself, actually, and the, and the chief stayed on scene until 11.30 yeah. <laughs> on New Year's Eve, and made it home just in time, just in the nick of time, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. so that was good, um, yeah, a few, you know, then actually that next morning there was a, uh, came in as a structure fire call, so that's, you know, there's, which is actually interesting, I remembered last year at this time, New Year's, I think it was New Year's Day, or was our first structure fire as well. Right. So, um, yeah, I was like, oh, okay, uh, that went quick, mm-hmm. but um, <clears throat> we got there, and actually the owners had put it out themselves, it was a small fire, and it was actually in a mobile, or in like, not a mobile home, like a fifth wheel. Mm-hmm. So uh, they put it out themselves, and we just kind of um, did a little bit of overhaul and checked some uh, some heat. That's about it. Yeah, there hasn't really been a whole lot. I mean, we've had a few MVIs because of the weather around here lately. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, we had like a, a rash of MVIs back to back to back. That was kind of all that we we were getting for a while. Yeah. Um. So I've seen the structure fire come in. I mean, obviously. You hate to see it, but you love to see it. Mm-hmm. So it gets people pretty pretty energized. We had that big one there just a bit before Christmas. And um, and then again, like two years ago was our season of structure fires. Like we were yeah. we, we were rocking. Mm-hmm. And then last year was uh, not. <laughs> it was terrible. Quite stretch. Yeah. Like four, um, three, or three or four. Yeah. Like three, three working. And then, yeah, we had a couple other ones come in that were... Kind of minor, which um, I still have to say. I mean that f- for smaller yeah. communities that we are, that's still yeah. quite a few for actual working structure fires. Yeah, because when you talk mm-hmm. to like even full time city guys, they're like, "How many structure fires do you go to a year?" They're like, "I don't know, like four. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you know they got to hit the right when they're right on their like platoons. When yeah, when they go, and then uh, you know in their right area of their district, and yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you know all that stuff has to line up for them. Whereas with us, no matter where we are in our area, it's like, yeah. there's we're a structure fire we're going as yeah. long as we're in town. Especially when you look at like the population density per kind of yeah. area, right? Your yeah. coverage area. That's uh, it's quite a few for our, our communities. Yeah. And for whatever reason, your community, you guys get a lot more <laughs> than mine. We yeah. Yeah. always yeah. said that. Well, mm-hmm. I, I think part of it is we have an older, um, older residential um, buildings. Mm-hmm. So there's no... Like there's, there's no fire control systems in these buildings. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like a big city, they're, you know, they're all up. I mean, I'm not saying nothing around here is up to code, but like they all have the yeah. new code, like, you know, sprinklered and, 
you know, lots of apartment buildings. That's and, right. So, they, mm-hmm. yeah, they get a working structure fire, but it's basically out by the time they get there. Yeah, a lot of self-suppression versus... Yeah, yeah you'll get the alarm activation for, you know, high occupancy, and, you know, you, mm-hmm. you roll the fleet yeah. to it, and, uh, yeah, then it's yeah. usually yeah. isolated because of the suppression system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas so, we, yeah. you know, we have older houses and wood frame, and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's in there, and it's always some weird... Like, you know, there's, like, sawdust in the walls and stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, you're, like, these old, old, old buildings, you run into, you know, like, literally sawdust is running down, and you're like, what the? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is this is the insulation they use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not saying we're, <laughs> it sounds like we're freaking. I was going to say, you're the really sticks. painting the picture yeah, you're pretty hillbilly. Yeah. Those do seem to be, like, we don't see a lot of modern built homes, which mm-hmm. we have a plethora of around here. Yeah. Yes. But, um... Yeah, we don't really see those ones going up. It's like there was uh, the five 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 area yeah. one there. Like yeah. it was that, that was a uh, what do you call those homes? Heritage home. A heritage home. Like it was old, old mm-hmm. homes. Um, yeah, yeah. Lots of them are are pretty old old builds. Um, kind of just just the way she goes. But uh, it is true, you know. I just listen to you talk. I'm kind of thinking of my community as well, and it's. Uh, any of the structure fires are usually the kind of same kind of mm-hmm. age group of homes. Um, you know, the newer homes, you'll go to, you know, a stove yeah. fire, like yeah. a pot on the stove, or thing, things mm-hmm. like that. But nothing where it's like, you, you know, room and contents fire. Um, nothing lately, anyways. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I think that's why, I, I think that's why we get more. And, mm-hmm. But that's just me. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's happening, so. <laughs> exactly yeah and i mean for our community we think we've been kind of the same like we have uh we always you always get this rash it feels like around the holidays of of mbas i don't know what it is but mm-hmm. um yeah again mbas <laughs> like the old, christmas the old, uh, drinking the old, the old, <laughs> old christmas cheer <laughs> christmas cheer and the uh, shiny slick roads yeah 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 um our community we get a lot of alarms so Right. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. A lot, a lot of the alarm calls. Um, Actually, but, one thing I don't know if you know about on uh, on Christmas Eve, or on New Year's Eve about my incident. Uh, so on scene at that MBA, and uh, guy almost run right. me over. Right. I didn't hear about that. No. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, I'm running the uh, you know, cause, uh, the chief and I are doing traffic control, so I'm like, yeah. We have detour signs out. We have accident scene signs because uh, uh, the roads uh, crew guys came and they put out accident scene signs and. You know, so we're we're pretty well prepped. Like, and I got the you know truck lights going. I'm standing there, you know, high vis, everything. Yeah, the baton. I have the light baton in my hand. Every car going the way I wanted to go. This one car comes up. I'm like waving, go that way. Starts going around the truck. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Are, I'm like, what are you doing? So I'm like, hey man. So I like tap his hood because now he's coming like towards me. I'm like, I'm like, hey. So I step to the side, tap his hood, keeps driving. I'm on that passenger side, keeps driving. I'm like, hey. So I tapped his hood? No, no, no. I start off with like, hey. Like, I can see he's an older guy. So I'm like, tap, tap, tap on his hood as he's going by. I'm like, hey, man. Hey. Whoa, whoa. Keeps going. I'm like, hey. <laughs> so then I'm now I'm like, there might be a few F-bombs going off. <laughs> so now I got the, the old light baton. <laughs> That's the international way to, to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm at the light baton. I'm like, wow. <laughs> on a windshield of his car. <laughs> Kept driving. <laughs> so now I got like the butt end of the light baton. I'm like into his driver's side or passenger side uh, uh, window. Wham, wham. <laughs> and he finally stops. And he's like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness i'm like i want you to stop your effing car <laughs> so he stops and he gets out all like and he's gonna fight me <laughs> so i'm like i'm like dude get back in your car and go away <laughs> and he's like ah. go get in your car <laughs> so he gets this in his accident car. scene is interfering with my route <laughs> yeah so he gets in his car and then he proceeds to back like down the highway, not the way I want him to go. He starts backing like towards your area, <laughs> so he's, he backs down like a hundred feet on this highway where the cars are still coming. I'm like, ah. so I go up to him. I'm like, no, stop, go that way. <laughs> so I don't know if he had some of the old libation in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Eh? Yeah, so I'm like, wow. wow. And then uh, the chief actually said on his end there was a couple people that almost That's ran right. over. Like it just it shows how dangerous those traffic things are. I mean, yeah. you know, in Calgary there was uh, the police officers that got run over. That's no, that right. was that's a, right. That was a criminal yeah. act, but you know, it just 
traffic's so dangerous. Yeah, dealing yeah. with any any traffic in any capacity, mm-hmm. whether you're law enforcement or yeah. uh, fire EMS, it's it's mm-hmm. very very dangerous. People get too complacent, as yeah. we've all seen. Yeah, it's, everybody's very, very unpredictable. I mean, we all have stories of, of near misses, and I've seen, you know, Spencer throw yeah. a stop paddle through the hood of a car almost yeah. as well. And <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty sketchy, but... Well, even the one car, like, I could hear, because I'm, you know, I have the, I'm sitting in the truck, and I can hear, because it was, the, you know, it's New Year's Eve, not a lot of people are out because of the pandemic and stuff, so I'm, I can hear cars coming, and you can hear them, you can almost hear when they get, because we're on a corner, and I could hear... When they kind of when they start passing the signs that say accidents ahead, you can hear them slowing down. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like you can hear cars gearing down or cars mm-hmm. slowing down because it's slick roads. So you can hear yeah. the, the change of the tone. But this one truck is like you can hear him just rah, ripping around the corner, and then oh, I'm like, I get out, and this guy and his wife are like, "You should really have some signs up." I'm like, "We do." <laughs> well, we didn't see them. them. I'm like, there's like four of them, and I saw. I literally like after they left, I went back around the corner. I'm like, yeah, they're still there. Yeah, did somebody steal our accident? <laughs> I'm like, did someone steal the signs? I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> no, they're still there. They both just missed them. Yeah, and the accident scene signs are fairly big. They're big like, signs. They're yeah, big signs. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So I don't know. It's always that. There's always that. Oh yeah. Concern. But then it just goes to show how important traffic control is because making that safe zone for the yeah. crews that are working. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Fortis guys are, the electrical guys are working there. They're trying yeah. to do their job and mm-hmm. people are ripping through and hitting them. Like, Yeah, and that's actually, that's a good point. A lot of times I've seen scenes where, you know, they may be set up outside of our little perimeter. Yeah. And uh, even that's still our onus to make sure they're safe. To make yeah. sure they're safe, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's always something to think about. Like, do we need to deploy that uh, person with the stop paddle and, and lights beyond them to protect them now as well because mm-hmm. yeah. we set up a pretty big zone like oh for sure like, a kilometer yeah. <laughs> zone like mm-hmm. just because of the way the cutoffs were for the road mm-hmm. like where we were doing the detour around yeah so it was it was a big zone so they wouldn't get hit but mm-hmm. i can imagine that guy that drove around me almost got through he would probably run them over or try to drive right. around them mm-hmm. yeah i've had people weave through the my scene between the ambulances and the fire trucks yeah like yeah it's ridiculous yeah yeah i just can't fathom like what's going through your mind when this happens, like I think I can just mosey on through here. Yeah. Why, why are you in my way? I'm I'm gonna go around. Like, this is the highway. Get out of here. You're parked like an idiot. <laughs> Fire truck. <laughs> well, then some girl. She was driving through. She had like looked like she was moving because she had her whole car full of stuff. Like New Year's Eve, moving. <laughs> this weird dog in the car. She has her like iPhone playing in her ear. <laughs> so she pulls up, and I'm like, "Hey, highway's closed." She's like, "I'm not from here." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "We'll go up this road. Go down that road. Go down. What if I get lost?" I'm like. You have a phone. You literally have a map in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> You're already on it. <laughs> you, you are using it right now. <laughs> so, so I told her the road names. And she's like, oh, hey. <laughs> I never saw her again. So I'm assuming she yeah. didn't get lost. <laughs> Man. See, when I was commuting to work all the time, traffic was so bad sometimes out on the coast. And if I wasn't really paying attention because it's half off of night shift, you know, you forget exactly which little cutoff roads are coming up to you, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden you're bumping and bumping traffic. So the first thing I do is flip open the phone, mm-hmm. you know, look, okay, where's my escape route? I'm flying yeah. through the ditch, I'm getting out of here and finding the road, because I'm not going to yeah. be stuck in traffic for eight hours. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that was my first go-to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, um, we've been, uh, it's not really a, I was going to say it's a Christmas present, but we, we had them before Christmas, uh, Battery-operated tools. That's right. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So we've been playing around with those lately. Mm-hmm. Um, not not the um, hydraulic tools. Like, um, yeah. Just in Milwaukee, uh, we got some uh, Milwaukee. We have a uh, just a 7-inch angle grinder and a recip saw. Um, we bought them initially for um, like kind of for forced entry, but more for a lot of our gated communities um, that uh, like they lock at night. We actually, what stemmed from this is we had a uh, medical assist call uh, a year yeah, change which ago. Number? Yeah. And it was, he was kind of a property, like a property keeper. Yeah. He lived on, on site. There was a, it's like a storage facility with a residential mm-hmm. up on the top. And you could key fob through like a massive drive through gate. Yeah. Um, and then there was a, a man gate with uh like a regular padlock 
well, like we can't get through that. I mean, we, we can. Well, it was tucked but, in. Uh, it was kind of tucked out of the way. So it we was kind of tucked out of the way. So we, we couldn't get like our regular bolt cutters through. Yeah. Um, started and ripping off the, we started taking out the, um, we were going to get the cutters, tools. like the actual rescue jewels. Um, next thing you know, we're like hopping the fence because there's a guy having a cardiac arrest on the other side. And that's why we got called right away because the, like, for entry. Yeah. Like he was, he was alive at the time making the call saying like they're not going to be able to get in call fire so that's why we got dispatched as well uh and so that got us thinking like ah we got angle grinder we got recip saw like can get into some some uh, tighter spots um so we started off we're like yeah we'll we'll kind of go basic because we've we've always had angle grinders we've actually all or we've always had recip saws um but they're big um where we got a uh, a smaller yeah. one and it's hoarded yeah. which is mm-hmm. fine because we got you know jennies and stuff so that's okay but now you're running a hose or a uh, cord reel out of the truck and da, 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 da. i mean these things are just so so handy and they've they've been around for a while now obviously and the batteries last so we've been playing with those things for a bit um i met scott down at the training grounds the other day uh and what were we doing there yeah, because one of the things we always run into, and I'm sure everybody runs into the same problem, is um, when there's a car fire. Um, we're always trying, you're always trying to get the hood open. Mm-hmm. It's always that, you know, the latch is burnt off because there's a fire. It's always, well, 99% of the time, it's in the driver's um, compartment. So yeah. you're like, okay, we're trying to open the hood, but the latch is burned off. Then you're trying to find the cable, and you start yanking on the cable, and it's tied up or melted or burnt or nothing. <laughs> like, I know there's, you know, there's, um, tools you can get to wrap the cable, but that's always some kind of gong show. You can kind of find it. And, um, so I know a lot of departments, um, LA, we saw a video of the mm-hmm. LA guys. They were running, um, they run the, you know, the K-12. Yeah. <laughs> the, the big boys. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we we're talking like, do we need to bring out the giant chop saw <laughs> yeah. to go running across the hood of the car? Exactly. Or can we use yeah. this angle grinder? So we actually went down, we got a lot of cars that we've been using for auto lately, and we haven't really been playing around with the hood, so mm-hmm. went down uh, the other day, middle of like a windstorm, it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's freaking freezing. <laughs> so we were down there just seeing if it would work, and you know, it works well. Mm-hmm. The only problem is our grinder wheel is a little small, um, like actually we got a, I think a five inch. So it can equip up to a seven, but there's a five inch disc that was on it at the time, right? and it was just enough to get through on one where the other one was um just with the like the hood reinforcements and stuff but by the time that you cut through it it was just a little bit shy yeah so we're Mm -hmm. thinking of getting a bigger one Mm -hmm. uh, in our next equipment thing yeah just because it's so fast like it was so fast it was like you know two i mean i was doing i was doing a square but we're saying Mm -hmm. oh we can just do a triangle cut like you know like you're cutting a garage door yeah Mm -hmm. like we're so just do a triangle cut on the latch um we were playing around with maybe cutting the hinges off yeah the hood um that took a little bit more time mm-hmm. um that's definitely something we could do um there's also you could run the entire length of the um yep. hood mm-hmm. um but really you know you, especially when it's a car fire you can usually look down and see because usually the grill's melted or you know, usually see where the pins are mm-hmm. so you just yeah. make that cut and the one we actually got through quite easily it you yeah. know within i say within 20 seconds out of the hood open yeah yeah those little zip discs there they're fast and yeah. you know, oh, sure. sheet metal real quick yeah yeah, yeah. They're good. You know, and I'm not really, because there was, uh, I was looking on Facebook and stuff, and there's always some somebody who's, well, you know, you're making sparks, and you're going to reignite the fire, and, well, you have a fire, you have a hose line there. And yeah. this isn't a movie. Like, the car's not going to explode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and really, in the hood, under the hood of a car, there isn't that much, like, you know, it's not really that much flammable stuff under there. Like, it'll, it'll catch fire eventually, but, you know, yeah. there's not really... There's nothing that's going to explode. <laughs> it's not a ticking time bomb waiting no. to go off. Yeah. yeah. Really. So. You know, like, you wouldn't, I wouldn't be super stoked to, like, cut into the battery. No, yeah. You know, no. things. But things, you know the battery's probably like not going to be right where but the it's not going to be directly <laughs> in the middle where the latch is going to be. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the safest bet. Like, we, we kind of went back, back, back yeah. and forth. Like, yeah, you, you could do, like, one, one cut lateral, you know. But you might hit the battery. But then you mm-hmm. can chance hitting shit, right? Or you can do the latch, or you can do two small cuts up by each of the, uh. Uh, the hinges, you mm-hmm. know, and then just peel the whole thing back, right? Like, yeah. you know, again, you can take your axe and give a like 
the backside and give a dent in it, and yeah. that hood's just going to fold, fold over right on the latch. Yeah. Um, but I think that uh, V-cut's going to be the move. Yeah. You always know where those latches will be. They're going to be right at the front there. Yeah. Just give it that zip, and it was working so fast. And, I mean, to be clear to anybody who's listening, I think, I mean, what I'm picturing is obviously this is not in the heat of the moment when there's a fire in that engine compartment, right? Because they, we have piercing, we have, we have piercing yeah. nozzles. No, yeah, so like you be more that. There's ways it's of mop up, right? It's yeah. that mop up phase, like I said. Like mm-hmm. we can, you can use that as another tool in the toolbox. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's more it's like quick. You, you put the fire out. Now you're now you got to yeah. mm-hmm. make sure it's you're not in the drivers or yeah. into the uh, engine compartment. Because oh, yeah. you know it usually is like if we had a run of like stolen pickup trucks like crazy around mm-hmm. here. Um, goes along with our old sawdust roofs. Like this is just hill, <laughs> hillbilly <behavior. laughs> Um But if somebody torches a vehicle, you know it's going to be rolling. Yeah, like if it was oh, like yeah. a small, like you know something caught on fire. I mean, it might not be by by the time that we get there. Eh, it might be going. But if somebody wants to burn something, like if they're tor- torching evidence, it's going to be rocking. Yeah. So. It's going to spread through from the cabin to the engine bay. Like, yeah. things will be happening in there. Yeah. Will it be, like, to the point, like you're saying, like, where you have to actively put shit out? You know, the cab might be done. Yeah. There still might be some small stuff happening, yeah. which you still have to get to. Yeah, we've got the piercing nozzle and da 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 But anytime that there's something that's, like, that involved, yeah. you still mm-hmm. want to go in there because it's, yeah. Yeah. Having, having that hood up uh, it just helps so much mm-hmm. for certain things. Then you're not dinking around there for another 15, 20 minutes, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and if it hasn't gone there, that far, you want, you want to get that uh, power source cut anyway. Yeah. And, and there, it, like I said, it, it's fast. And I feel, I mean, this is one thing that you guys are really good at. Is just adapting tons of different tools for that toolbox for these different events, right? Mm-hmm. So again, it's not what we're saying. Like this is the always the go-to, but this is another possibility of yeah. getting in there. And because these tools, as you know, are super versatile for yeah. numerous different styles of yeah, know, rescue. Which got us talking. Force, yeah, force because uh, I think Rob actually he took they took those tools on a on an auto night and they they basically cut a car apart. That's using, right. Using a recip saw and the angle grinder. Yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. Okay. And just to see how long the batteries would last and stuff. So then that, you know, that got us thinking about this. But also, hey, what can we use it on? What else can we use? <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. What else can we chop up? Because <laughs> yeah. we like cutting yeah. shit open. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, force entry is always fun with the halogen bar and the, and the axe, right? Mm-hmm. And really, residential doors are, are pretty, like, bread and butter, pretty simple get yeah. through mm-hmm. but when you get into the realm of these commercial doors where they got yeah. massive steel bars and they got multiple locks and they're they're um they're outswing and mm-hmm. there's a lot more to it and uh training it is takes a you know if you're not a full-time department training for commercial is like mm-hmm. you know there's there's truck yeah. companies that just that's all they do they just train on how to breach commercial doors so they got me lots of thinking like hey can we just use an angle grinder um and there's options for that uh can you you know, just cut the cut the latch. Can you mm-hmm. cut the hinges off? Can you go um, what is that vertical horizontal, horizontally? Mm-hmm. Can you go horizontally mm-hmm. underneath the door handle and make a Dutch door out of the out of the friggin' yeah. metal door? Because mm-hmm. we we know usually the bar goes across above yeah. the uh, door handle. Yeah. If anyone puts a bar across, it's always going to be high. Mm-hmm. So can you go low with an angle grinder, cut that door, and you know, and then also actually that even helps the flow flow path. Yeah, because now you're only right. making a small mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're still you're still able to control it, right? Keeping yeah. those hinges yeah. in place is huge. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't tr- test played with that yet, but I think mm-hmm. that will be in the new year. Um, yeah, we'll get a little bigger, bigger grinder. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if we would have had something like that back in the day when you and I were working on that door, that's <laughs> exactly. a fire. Yeah. That would have saved a lot of time and strength. <laughs> that yeah. damn reinforced bar, holy. <laughs> yeah, because that that pizza place fire. <laughs> There was a, I remember, yeah, because you and I were working on that thing yeah. for 10 minutes. Oh, that's exhausting. We actually started ripping out the, I think we were ripping the frame right out of the cement. The door frame, yeah. <laughs> and it turned out at the end, it was, uh, it was barred. Like a palm tree. And there was a giant palm tree, like, <laughs> potted plant, like 300 pound potted plant behind the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> I'm like laying on my back, kicking it, and you're trying to breach it. <laughs> Officer's like, I'll give you guys one more minute, and then we're smashing the window in the front. <laughs> okay, guys, one more minute. <laughs> yeah, but battery tools, they're, I mean, they've gone gotten so much better over the years, too. Oh, yeah. 
Um, mm-hmm. And again, we're talking small hand tools. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they're, they're great. It's funny. I was watching uh, Die Hard, you know, the annual Christmas part, Christmas yeah. watch mm-hmm. with the Die Hard, and my son and I are watching it, and we're watching when the SWAT team um, comes up, and they uh, they're breaching the door. But they got like an old cutting torch, <laughs> like a back-mounted cutting torch. They're like, because yeah. they didn't have grinders and <laughs> battery operated. My son's like, how come they're not using like grinders? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, it's the 90s, son. It's the 90s. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> yeah. like they all still like M16s. Not the 90s, it was the 80s. Wasn't 80s, it? I guess. Yeah, 80s, yeah, I don't know what it was, yeah. So it was like, huh. Yeah, four centuries come a long way. <laughs> oh, for sure. And you know, we were kind of joke, joking around. Not like really joking, but we were chatting about it prior to hit, hit and record. Um, <coughs> I'm sure people will say, why don't you just grab a saw? Like, why don't you just mm-hmm. get the big chop, chop saw? Um, you know, we make a point of if the truck rolls, we try to start up everything. Like, that's part of your post-truck check is to get shit going. A chainsaw, uh, the big chop saw, they don't start so hot, especially when it's cold. Like, it yeah. takes time, and, like, they're big and bulky, right? Yeah, like, that's, yeah. that's the other thing, right? Like, yeah, they're, they're there, and they're great for their job, but the ease of use of, yeah. like, the small portable grinders, oh, it's just so fast, so easy. Mm-hmm. Well, I was looking up, of course, they got... Going down the rabbit hole, I was looking at Milwaukee Tools last night. They mm-hmm. make a battery operated chop They make a battery sign. chop saw, I know. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. hmm. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. like that the, last uh, Milwaukee rep is to swing by. For sure, you guys. Yeah, I could definitely <laughs> make, make that happen. Yeah, that'd be fun to see that, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, back in the day, we even with the battery operated uh, extrication tools, uh, we, we often talk, we want to get a second set of, like, because we yeah. have two sets of tools on our trucks, right? We have, you know, one for our main rescue truck and mm-hmm. then um, one for our back, or our engine that also can dual roles in a rescue truck. Mm-hmm. But they're both gas-operated um, hydraulic tools. And we we often talk about, hey, we want to maybe start looking at getting, at least for the backup set, uh, battery-operated, because if we're going up in a hill or something, we yeah. don't want to take the main rescue truck with us. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the... the battery operated tools came out so long ago and of course we were kind of cut we were we always try to be cutting edge so we get them brought in but this is i want to say like 20 years ago i think we we got them like when they first came out we got them brought in and of course they're garbage like huge heavy mm-hmm. and garbage yeah like they yeah. last two minutes and they're like so now of course for years and years guys are like oh those are crap because <laughs> you know well, technology has advanced yeah. <laughs> like, it's quite a lot in 20 years. Yeah. We tried that before. It was 20 years ago, but we tried yeah, that before. So yeah. it's like, yeah. maybe we should re-examine the old uh, yeah. <laughs> battery-operated tools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they're, they're pretty awesome now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and you're, you're talking about the, um, you know, just using uh, like a angle grinder and just some small small battery tools like a Sawzall and stuff mm-hmm. for AutoX. And, and it's true, like when you start practicing AutoX, with just minimal tools or you do like a, a big scenario mm-hmm. and multiple yep. guys are taking equipment, you got to think of a plan B option for mm-hmm. what you're going to use to extricate. Those hand tools are fast as long as oh, you yeah. know what you're doing with them and where to yeah. cut with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, even like I remember it was, it was one training event that at some point one of the instructors um, just threw us a, uh, an impact gun. Said, mm-hmm. Okay, Good. here you go. And, you know, I had used one of those for a while for any auto accident. It was so fast. Like you pop doors off and out of mm-hmm. the way like it's yeah, it, yeah you take that for granted because we're always going for that big fun forcible you know oh, door yeah. pop or cut yeah. but they do work well take the door off yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly mm-hmm. and also you know then you start talking about crazy rescues like like I've been on calls not as in the capacity as fire department but uh, where we've had to ask the fire to dismantle parts of the home yeah. to get the patient out absolutely well right. and actually last night I started thinking about these tools like it'd be perfect rit tool yeah well, better after yeah. tools because you know we we always talk yeah when the rit team is ready when they start getting ready they you know they always see the rit tarp and they got like mm-hmm. um the irons and the uh extra cylinders yeah. and the, the, yeah this, it's always like these, the heavy tools yeah. but it's like really if a house falls or if you're in a commercial building that collapses mm-hmm. all these little hand tools aren't going to do anything you're going to need you know yeah. saws saws yeah. and things Big that cut yeah. yeah things that cut mm-hmm. steel and things that cut you know Mm-hmm. heavy lumber and things like you're gonna need like yeah. big saws so, yeah. shit everywhere yeah so i'm like huh maybe one of these that would be the thing that the writ team could take in with them right mm-hmm. off like, you know mm-hmm. I mean? yeah i was actually trying to look up to see if they make um like, like 
tactical slings for like for right. these saws. Because if you look at like the special forces guys when they make entry, they actually have saws so, like like strapped back to their back. Plate, yeah. So right. I'm like there must be slings they can make for these <laughs> for these battery yeah. operated tools. Like, yeah. Well, so Macho <laughs> has the the backpack for the uh, combi tool stuff, right? right yeah, yeah. combi yeah. tool. Because uh, actually, going throwback to uh, Miles from um, Team, oh, right. yeah. uh, they that's what they have on their helicopter as well. Right, right. they back mm-hmm. in, out into the bush for any of the rescues that they may need. So yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, all right. Battery powered um, off uh, tools. Yeah. Yeah, Get right. as many as you can because they're fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, so <laughs> on that, I, I had I had to laugh because. I just got back from meeting you down at the uh, training grounds, and I'm like, oh yeah, we can get this, we can get this, yeah, like we can start buying all sorts of battery shit, right? I I go back home, and I'm just on on the old couch or whatever, and bust open the phone, I'm like, ah, TikTok, and I start looking. There's this one thing. It's like, say, was like, say you're in a cult without saying you're in a cult. Or something, right? And somebody just shows this, like, pans over, like, 20 Milwaukee tools. Right? Like, it's like, it's like, what's, what's like being in a cult without being in a cult? It's like, I don't know, as soon as you start buying them, it's like, well, we can get this, we can get this. Well, then you pan over to a fire truck. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that could really be a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and actually, you know what, on that topic, if, hey. TikTok? <laughs> no, not TikTok, but uh, battery-operated tools and spare batteries, you know, you guys are sourcing new trucks right mm-hmm. now, and yeah. we are as well. Um, you know, that's, that's things to be talking about as well. Like, we always talk mm-hmm. about that when we're specking out a rescue truck, yeah. but if we're going to be in the mindset of packing some smaller hand tools, more versatility in every kind of engine or pickup or rapid response unit, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you know, these are uh, good things to be thinking about is the charging systems and, and, and the cabinet placement of these trucks. That's right. Yeah. So, because mm-hmm. they are so small and lightweight now, they charge extremely fast and easy. Um, there's no reason why, you know, yeah. with our budgets, we could be putting them in more units. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the idea now with the new pumper we're going to get, um, custom cab, and every seat will have, <clears throat> not a, I don't want to say designation, because mm-hmm. I can imagine someone... Well, I'm, not, I'm not sitting in a hydrant seat, <laughs> but I, but you know, like almost the driver's like, seat, yeah, like, <laughs> waiting for yeah. a driver with a full truck. Yeah. Somebody drive. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be, you know, definitely the tools would be handy within reach rather than on a cabinet in the back where guys have to be mm-hmm. like, wait, where's this, where's that tool again? Okay, um, you know, but the tools we use all the time would be just yeah. grab and go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, you know. There's a there's a lot of departments too when you start talking to people, you know, abroad that are very strict with those seat designations. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. They exactly, have. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of cool to see. I mean, it's just, I wouldn't say it's a lot different from what we do, um, but I tend it's, it's for us anyways, it's not really that specific seat. Yeah. You kind of scan the back of the officer and say, who's the individuals, and then you task those jobs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's some departments where, no, that is your seat. Yeah. When which, you're I, in there. which I think gets away from that decentralized command thing. Because it's like, yeah. cause, you know, that's, don't, that's what you're doing. Yeah. Well, what if this happens? No, you're doing it. <laughs> it's like, what if we don't need that thing? Yeah. Like, what if we're the first new engine and we're not hitting the hydrant? Like, yeah. you know, maybe you're, something happens where you got to make a rescue. Yeah. Um, yeah. And now the second truck's getting the hydrant or that's mm-hmm. we. So do you need the hydrant guy to be the hydrant guy? <laughs> or could you, you know, give him another role? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, think, I, I think designating seats for guys is tough. Mm-hmm. But definitely designating roles for guys is important. Yeah, no, it's it's true, and a lot of people end up doing that. So, right. mm-hmm. um, what else, boys? First responder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So actually, just before we started recording, um, before we talk about the first responder call, so we just did that. Uh, we just did a structure fire on mm-hmm. the first fire for us on mm-hmm. New Year's Day or New Year's evening, um, and it was. Unfortunately, it was a fatal structure fire. Um, however, that led us just back into kind of our, you know, bumper talk that we we're having here prior to recording, is um, how important the FR role is. Mm-hmm. So when we rolled up, um, we were told there is there is a victim um, inside, and when we got there, there was, um, you know, 
adequate smoke showing enough where we can safely get in there and, and perform a rescue, which uh, the guys did. Uh, we did fairly rapidly as well, uh, within under three minutes of arriving on scene, uh, we are able to, to do the one rescue. Um, but uh, just it's so important having all of our members, or as many as our members as we can, trained mm -hmm. first responder. Yeah. And, you know, we talked to about, you know, a lot of people don't want to be first responder on our departments because your department, as well as ours, we're transitioning into this role now. Yeah. You know, this, I think, <clears throat> next month, we're, actually, no, it's the end of this month. This month. We're going to be starting our FR training. Mm -hmm. right. I believe you guys are as well. Uh, soon? Soon, not as soon as you think. Maybe not January, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're working on some instructors, because the COVID, our instructor stuff got messed up. Right. So some of our, because we don't have an instructor in-house, whereas you guys have an instructor in-house. We do now, so, yeah. Yeah, so we are working on getting an instructor in-house. Yeah, I think yeah. it's going well. Yeah. I just feel it really enforces the that mindset of, you know, this is why we practice. We practice for every event and every scenario under the uh -huh. sun for um, auto acts, you know, cats and trees to yeah. structure fires right and you know this is this is just one of those things what we do is public safety and life safety like our primary goal is is life safety right mm -hmm. um and to taking it one step further we need to have the equipment on the trucks and the knowledge to to help these people when there's a delay in care because as usual in, in our province the ambulance is staged mm -hmm. for that fire so there is that delay of care. As soon as you have a rescue and you're pulling somebody out, you know, that ambulance crew isn't there right away. It's us. Right. We're the initial contact, mm -hmm. giving that emergency <clears throat> medical care, which we did do. And, um, yeah, you you need everybody in that mindset of just kind of how to, how to move forward and how to kind of continue that continuity of care and then assist the ambulance. Because, again, we talk a lot about is our small areas – is it's hard for resources to arrive uh, in a mm -hmm. timely fashion. So, you know, we end up having um, uh, two patients at that point, and we only had the one ambulance ride. So everybody was kind of split up, and well, right. luckily, you know, there's myself, another person uh, on the fire department that we were assisting the ambulance with the patient care as well. Um, but it just shows how important that first responder program and training is. Yeah, like turning your mind to patient care, um, it's important for everybody because, you know, even on auto X, mm -hmm. guys could be, you know, mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're looking at this vehicle like, oh, yeah, I'll just take this piece of the car apart. But you're not, if you don't have that patient mindset, you're not thinking of the patient inside. You're thinking of the task of removing the door and all that stuff. But you're not thinking of what's going on with that patient if you yeah. don't have a medical, mm -hmm. that's right, um, any medical training. or you know. So sometimes, you know, you notice with guys that are more medic minded, patient, 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 whereas yeah. guys that are more like, task oriented with to tools, oh, tools, cool. cut, yeah, cut. tools, tools, cut, cut. Yeah. Oh, the door is now crushing into the patient's arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, we're getting the door off. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I feel it's a, it's a good transition time for our department and your department yeah. going into this. I think it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a long time coming. You know, we've talked about it a lot in the past. Yeah. I think it's really good. Well, then pre, just before Christmas, we had a, um, we had a car fire come in. You know, just car fire. So mm -hmm. normally that's something that the um, paramedics wouldn't roll to, just car fire. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so we roll up, and yeah, um, the owner, it was actually a auto wrecker, um, tow truck was on fire. So the owner, he attempted to extinguish it. So, of course, he opens, it was in the cab of the truck, like we were talking, it was always in the cab of the truck. So he opens the cab, mm -hmm. um, hits it with the extinguisher, closes the door. He's telling us this after, closes the door, and then thinks it's out. So he opens it again, <laughs> reintroduces the air. <laughs> Catches back, blows in his face. Mm -hmm. He catches mm -hmm. he catches a blast of pretty uh, toxic smoke in his face. Mm -hmm. So now he's coughing and hacking, and the door. He ends up closing the door again. Um, so when we arrive, of course, we see him doubled over the vehicle. So now, okay, um, car fire is pretty basic to put out. So mm -hmm. the first new engine puts up the car fire. We start calling for now. We now we gotta call for an ambulance because we're not expecting to get That's an ambulance right. for yeah. a car fire because mm -hmm. yeah. we why would we have an ambulance to move a car fire we don't want to tap resources for no reason so now it's like crap now we have to transition to medical role so mm -hmm. you know, the few guys right now that we have that are medic trained they took over and they started doing their thing yeah so um but it is that transition phase right yeah, yeah. that was pretty interesting because you were ic and i heard you were calling for uh you know, somebody off of the second do. Like, I need somebody for patient care off of the second do engine there. Yeah. 
And uh, I took a look over at who was coming. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no. <laughs> like, just not trained or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, I in the back of my mind, I was the officer on the first truck. And I knew who I, I had. So I was like, you, one of the guys walking. I'm like, you go over and grab Kevin. Sure. And so swap him out. And I sent him over right away. Because, mm-hmm. again, like when you only have a handful of guys that are running for train, I mean, yeah. you're going to be pulling for those guys right away. And, like, Kev was balls deep and yeah. put the fire up. Put, you know, put, put <laughs> yeah. the fire up. And here comes Dane. You know, like, <laughs> great. Just, but he's got, like, OFA1, <laughs> right? I can do chest compressions and. <laughs> Get a put a band-aid on. Put a band-aid on mm-hmm. and get a sponge. Put eyelid and take a bit. Exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what we're, tr- quote, trained to, right? Um, well, then I'm, I got my EMR, but I'm like, I'm the... You're I was IC. The, I was IC, so I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I don't want to get sucked into a scenario. No, yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm like, and then Kevin can't, because Kevin's ski patrol, so he, he yeah. pops yeah. in, and mm-hmm. so he started doing his thing. I'm like, perfect. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, made, made, made the call <laughs> for all the right stuff coming up right away. Yeah. Um, you know, because he was... Not in another consciousness, but he was, he wasn't in the best shape. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, AED came out. Oh, yeah, came out. Yeah, like, yeah, like the, the whole bag was out. He was ready to rock. And uh, I mean, luckily, EHS wasn't too far away. Um, so, yeah, once they got on, on scene, we were just kind of aiding. But yeah. Uh, yeah, again, that's uh, for, for those reasons. It's uh, when you don't think you need it. And you yeah. you know, focused on we're just gonna go out of this you know, auto fire. Oh shit. This guy just took a couple of pretty bad breaths of uh toxic smoke and dry cam and 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 yeah. <laughs> Well and I mean, I think we even touched base on this in the past was uh you know, I think we talked about that grass fire mm-hmm. um a while back that you know you guys responded to and <clears throat> there's a cardiac arrest there. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And, and I'm sure there's gonna be some people listening wondering well, yeah, it's a no-brainer. The fire department should be first responder, but there's a lot of our areas, small mm-hmm. volunteers, that are not first responder. That's there's right. going to be a handful of mixture of people who are medically trained, mm-hmm. but not as your. Well, and again, it kind of goes back to the the older day, the older days of thinking. Because when mm-hmm. first responder came out, there was a choice that departments could make. Yeah, and choices that our departments made were no, mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. firefighters. That's what we do. We fight fires. We mm-hmm. uh, do water extrication. That's what we do. Yeah. And at the time, yeah, there was probably more fires and more, mm-hmm. uh, well, there's pro- probably more, I don't want to say there's probably more paramedics around, the, the paramedics were, no, it was less. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, less. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, they were decided, no, we're not, we're not first responders, we're firefighters. We put out fires and we cut mm-hmm. people out of cars, that's what we do. Right. Um, yeah. And that was kind of the mindset for years. Well, um, for, and on that too, like at that time was, that was when the transition in our province occurred. From uh, the ambulance service leaving the fire departments, right. going yeah. provincial, right. So it, it was, there was a transition. And a lot of the people who were firefighters, you know, also did some paramedic skills. Uh, they were basically asked, "Hey, well, what do you want to do? If you go with the ambulance service, you're going to be a full time paramedic, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. So yeah. there was that rift, and that's when people started deciding which way they wanted to go. Right. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, it's a uh, it's a long time coming. I'm glad. Uh, yeah. Our department's doing, and that your department is as well. It's mm-hmm. going to really benefit uh, the community, and that's what we're here for—is serving our community. So, yeah, um, it's it's a win-win. Yeah. Um. Any more for any more boys? Thank you, Carl. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I guess um, we'll move into shout-outs. But first, uh, I do want to throw one quick uh, shout-out to. Um, well, to our department is everybody on that call. If they are listening, they did an amazing job mm-hmm. um, for the amount of that short time frame, our response time, the manpower that showed up. Um, yeah, they, they did. They did really good. Mm-hmm. Really proud of them. The whole officer group is very proud of everybody that uh, that responded there. So, thank you, everyone, and um, yeah, good job. Yeah, def- definitely hats off to the crew there. Mm. Um, off mic. The way that you were speaking about that, um, yeah, sounds like everybody definitely nailed it. Um, awesome grab, one way or the other. Uh, everybody was very, very efficient from what you were saying. So, yeah, kudos. For yeah, and we can't share a lot about work. it, on, yeah. unfortunately, right now. Um, mm-hmm. 
because of uh, it unfortunately was a fatal fire, which is um, public. But uh, yeah, we're gonna keep the details to ourselves mm-hmm. for that. Right. But yeah, let's move on to shout outs. Mm-hmm. What do we want? We don't have our list. What do we want? I know. <laughs> our hey. good question is ignition because hmm. it was twenty twenty was our shit. I gotta oh. reach out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, for, well, let's start with Ignition. Go ahead, Ash. <laughs> right. So, uh, Ignition USA, um, uh, creators of the uh, the CRAT, the Seattle Rapid Access Tool. Um, we went down last pre, January. Uh, last mm-hmm. January, yeah, pre COVID, pre uh, what was that called? The Jocko Chaz. <laughs> oh, pre pre Chaz, yeah, pre <laughs> Chaz. Yeah. yeah, yeah, everything was so was normal, like, man. Jocko oh, wow. Was, Jocko was there. Jocko was there. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. with us, but yeah. <laughs> we went to go see Jocko. Right. We traveled down with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so we, we went down to see Jocko. Um, we uh, met up with Jason. I uh, got some demos of the uh, C-Rat, and man, what a, like, what a cool, cool tool. Yeah. Um, you know, his big thing was our pockets are so full at the best of times, so you can't make one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like I see... Uh, there's some videos up right now on some soft entry gear on uh, the old Chief Miller. And uh, like they're big, they're bulky, and where are you going to put it? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's coming off the truck, and that's all it's going to do is just, you know, I'm like, nope, it needs to be something more than just one tool. And that's what he's come up with. It's got many, many, you know, different uh, aspects to it. So uh, we've got some videos up on our Facebook and our Instagram. Uh, I know he's got a ton on his social media. Um, we're going to have to confirm that the discount is still going, if it's going to change numbers or whatever the deal is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, check it out. Um, are, are you aware that he meant he moved to Texas? What? <laughs> so this, that's what his, web, his Facebook... I saw it actually on it December 20th. I'm reading it right now. Um, as most um, West Coast <laughs> companies are doing currently, Hmm. They're not satisfied with uh, Washington State, California, etc. For sure. So they're moving to Texas. Um, so this is my this is why my company Ignition USA will be moving out of Washington to the state of Texas at the beginning of the year. So Texas. I thought you meant he was moving to Texas. I don't know if he is or just the company is. I think. Uh, well, Seattle did get pretty fucked up. I'd bail too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Texas is gonna have a lot of people in it. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of people moving to Texas. Mm-hmm. I just picture the the. Eagle and the two ARs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Texas is a big state, but there's gonna be a lot of people there. A lot of people going. going to Texas. So yeah, the Texrat. Texrat. Tex yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yes, we should reach out to Jason. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna throw my uh, yeah. yeah an email or a text. There. Awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Next, I guess uh, Modus. Yeah, Modus. Uh, speaking of Christmas, uh, yeah. Christmas did talk happen. about our little presents. Yeah, we got, well, yeah, that we bought ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Did your wife like make you wrap it and she put it in your own tree? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is what you're getting. <laughs> I thought my wife's gonna do the same thing. But she yeah. Didn't. Um, yeah. So we ordered uh, the pocket organizers. Mm-hmm. Not the thing that the nerds wear, but. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Are you allowed to say nerds? Come on. I think you say that. You're saying nerds still? <laughs> I'm not good enough to pause. Yeah, sorry. There's, there's no pauses. It's in there. Yeah. Um, no, like, we're kind of fire nerds, so <laughs> we mm. have this, uh, so they, uh, Modus makes this organizer. Um, it's actually pretty sweet, because yeah. mm-hmm. I put in, when I can't remember all the stuff I put in, basically, you know what, it's in my pockets. <laughs> mm-hmm. They need a car, a trunk organizer next. <laughs> um, but they, you know, I put in, I think, two door wedges, spanner wrench, mm-hmm. um, cutting, a couple cutting tools, um, the, obviously the snagger, there's a special yeah. pocket for that. Um, it's kind of sweet because there's a little handle on it. So mm-hmm. I was kind of worried, like, how is this thing going to stay in my pocket when I start reaching for tools? Well, it's not really designed to stay in your pocket. You can pull it out. So now it's actually in your hand and then you can select, make your selection from there. Mm-hmm. Or I guess you could dig, try to find it. But yeah, I like the fact mm-hmm. you can just kind of pull it out, mm-hmm. especially for fourth entry, pull it out, lay it at the door. Okay, yeah. I need a wedge, I need this, I need mm-hmm. that. It's pretty sweet. Um, d- definitely organizes in my pocket really well. Yeah. Um, so we got that. We got a, a few more snaggers. Um, Todd finally got his timeless Todd snagger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's great. I think uh, I haven't had opportunity to practice or, or use it yet. However, with, with it in there, like I said, I've got the wedges and the mini spanners and stuff, and then yeah. I carry a set of uh, cable cutters mm-hmm. as well. 
right. uh, yep. lines and cutters, and, and it, it, I think fits nice. Um, and then I still have a couple of loose wedges in my other pockets. Um, right. I like having them on both sides. Um, yeah, I'll show you what I did with my cable cutters after this. Yeah. I wrapped them. Oh yeah, yeah. I, have a, I have a little tether on my oh, okay. right pocket, idea. so you can just kind yeah. of loop it and pull. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, they're Great. they're awesome. Modus, nice. Yeah. And there's a discount code. For oh yeah, yeah. GTFF five. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. It works because I know I used it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's something quickly to say though. So all these companies that uh, you know support us have kind of aligned with us. We support them right, right back. I mean, Modus is great. Absolutely, those guys shoot us products. You know, there's new stuff coming out. They, they shoot us. We in turn, like we just place an order. We wanted some stuff, and yeah. you know, we probably could have just asked, but we want to support mm-hmm. the yeah, people yeah, that yeah, are supporting yeah. us. Yeah, and, absolutely. I mean, yeah. man, it was, you know, whatever. Like with the discount code, so it was a few hundred bucks. But I mean, a few hundred bucks, but we ordered lots. We like, ordered a lot, a lot of gear. Guys, yeah. 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 So like that pocket or- organizer with the discount code. It's almost <laughs> free. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, your department, you guys are have ordered or are ordering items, and I know our department. Yeah. Like, we're looking at we're going to be ordering a pile of things. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. As well, so like it, it, it does work in both yeah. ways. Like we really, mm-hmm. really appreciate the uh, the swag that they've they've yeah, offered us, sure. and and we'll pump them up as as best we can. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. Sorry for that. A slight little pause. The, we had a little sound <laughs> issue. We're back in our uh, our old closet, and the, uh, <laughs> compressor and the air on. compressor comes on every once in a while. Back in the day when Carl was here, he knew how to cut that out. <laughs> yeah, he, he's definitely the technology guru, yeah. so we apologize for any big fuck-ups here, but uh, <laughs> we can't really rewind and cut mm-hmm. things out, so bear with us. <laughs> I paused it, and then I'm like, all right, we're back. Uh, we're actually not back. <laughs> Shit, how do I... Uh, please anyways. don't make a start over again. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do not delete yeah. that. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, well, so I guess uh, stop the bleed. Yeah. Um... <laughs> You don't know my doing it. <laughs> you can do it. Go for it. I got yeah. railroaded into being host, so you do. <laughs> I mean, you had to see it coming. Yeah. So, st- so stop the bleed. Uh, bleedingcontrol.org. It's a uh, it, that it's a free program. You can uh, easily, quite easily, become an instructor. And actually, if you know, if you have EMS training or medical training or law enforcement kind of stuff, mm-hmm. um, and it's kind of, I really like the course because you can pretty much tailor make it to whatever you want. Right. It's not super strict like a lot of these courses are going to be you know you have to do exactly the way we do it they're kind of open as long as you're you know you're not going totally off the rails you yeah. know you, it's basic well, content to follow and yeah. curriculum and you know and really stopping the bleed is quite easy but it's you know it gives you that guideline and you know the what really sells it is when you get into the sims you do this high fidelity sims yeah. that Todd always talks about um you can basically make it as crazy as you want to and that's the nice thing is you can really switch it for your audience too, right? Yeah. Like when we've done it with um, like the ambassador program. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's minor, kids, it, it's kids young kids, and, right? Yeah. You know, like it's done in schools all the time. Um, and then when you start doing, working yeah. with other other groups, yeah, you can really spice it up. Yeah, I mean, getting in like, you know, I've been doing some of the law enforcement groups and getting with them, it's like, you know, mm-hmm. full on um, RBT with, you know, simunition rounds and uh, we got blood pumps going and, yeah. Role players screaming and you know, floor slick. We add soap, so it's like you know, it gives yeah. that uh, viscosity like blood, and it's like, yeah, and gets that stress inoculation higher. So when it really does happen, hopefully they'll, yep, you know, already have, already have been there, right? So they can they can take it. To Absolutely, yeah, because yeah. like you said, the skills are fairly fairly straightforward. It really is. Yeah. You know, you just need a little bit of hands on to practice it and do it and learn yeah. the proper placement. Yeah. But then you take it to that next level, like you said, in that sim. That's that's where it's at. And the way I look at it, it's really like firefighting. Firefighting skills are <clears throat> our skills are really simple. Like, like really, firefighting itself, like putting out fire, turn off, turn it off, on, turn it off. <laughs> like honestly, if you think about it, it's quite easy. But it's that doing it now when a fire is rolling overhead, understand putting it all together. Putting it that's when the yeah. skills you're like and getting that inoculation, like in yeah. training. That's where it's so important yeah. because the skills itself. 
like we could teach anybody like like i'm sorry like 1001 you could yeah. you could literally have anyone sit down and do that mm-hmm. boom, 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 boom. it takes some time yeah. but it also like you know it's yeah it's you need to be able to pull it all together at the end yeah. right mm-hmm. that's exactly what you're doing with the uh, with the stop will be yeah. turning yeah. with those sims so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah go online i guess and uh, um, and check us out we have yeah, we have a bunch content. of a uh, bunch of content on Stop the Bleed. We, you know, we have our on you on YouTube. We have we do the full course. Yeah. Um, from the instructor's point of view. Yeah. Um, do do some of those sims we're talking about, and just tailor make it how you want it. Yeah, yeah, spice it up, um, make it fun. Make sure you're knowledgeable too. Um, I know, like I said, so that you can become an instructor fairly fairly easily. Um, however, you know, yeah. you talk to a lot of people that that do the training, uh, or even the guys who develop the course. Um, the big payoff is the guys that really know their shit, yeah. that know the reasons for this, know the facts, you know, can can talk about the actual volumes and how the body reacts and why. And I know uh, the first few times I went through it, I'm like, mm. <laughs> like I knew I know it, but I'm like, uh, but now it's like second nature now. It's like, yeah, exactly. You learn it, and, and yeah, yeah, that's the that's where it's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so go check us out on our uh, I guess uh, YouTube's and Facebook. Yep. It's on there yep. as well. Yeah, and check us out in general on uh, mm-hmm. for DTFF. So Facebook, Instagram still? Instagram, yep. Yeah, we post on there. Not on TikTok. Uh, I mean, it's... is TikTok still a thing? Yeah. Is it? Oh, I lose hours a day on it, but. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I can't, I can't I like, I, I go on it. I just can't get invested like you guys are. Well, I guess, I guess it depends how many times you're sitting on the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I know for sure. It's. Uh, my issue is. <laughs> we don't have enough time for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, There's a algorithm, and like I try to like if I see a firefighter thing, I, I try to like it. Yeah. Because that's obviously gonna flag yeah. that mm. you have liked it, which yeah. then maybe brings them over to check our shit out. Right. And uh, so yeah, I spend countless hours, but like you can't start liking some of these other videos. <laughs> and, and, and if you hover too long over those other yeah, videos, like if it like plays it, all the way you know, through, sucking you in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They'll get you. <laughs> uh, moving on. See, he's yeah. got us already. Mm-hmm. Um, what's our last one? I guess Tanner Olson. Tanner Olson band, yeah. Uh, band out of Chilliwack slash Vancouver. Yeah. Um, country music. Mm. Uh, Neon Mistletoe. Neon Mistletoe. Did you listen to <laughs> I haven't had a listen yet. No. Well, it's too late now. The script is over. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the, uh, hopefully they're going to be doing some live shows again soon. Mm. Um, Did you see they got a new bass player? Yeah. Yeah. Taylor. Yeah. I, I'm on their Facebook. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. new, new bass, bass bassist and yeah. killer vocal harmonizing beast right. or whatever you call it. Yeah, as he said, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, hopefully they'll be touring soon. I don't know. Come on, spring seminar. I don't think spring seminar is happening this yeah. year. <laughs> Bob's pulling, man. Every Bob's time pulling. he's like, I'm holding out faith. Like, I think it's going to happen. Well, I was joking. But I, vaccine's I was, rolling. Yeah, I was joking. Like, well, vaccine in BC for firefighters will be April. Because mm-hmm. we're in that group. Uh, and then I said, well, we could get our, we, we could all get vaccinated at the seminar. It could be like, we could have the, we could have the old, uh, <laughs> we could have the old truck pull in, uh, Mer- yeah. Moderna or whatever. <laughs> Just shoot everybody up. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, it's either going to be a spring fall seminar or it's going to be another year. Yeah. Yeah. I feel if anything starts leveling up, it's going to be maybe towards the fall. Mm. Yeah. But it all, it, it's still a wild card because then you're back in another season, flu season, right? Yeah. But yeah. hopefully life gets back to decent normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it will eventually. I don't know, yeah. popped up again because I saw our, our uh, like, movie teaser yeah. that we made. I was like, ah. Oh, we have to change a bunch of those lines. Mm hmm. That's right. <laughs> it's been a thousand years. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, about right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so like Scott was mentioning before, definitely try and uh, come check us out. Give us a like. Give us a listen. Uh, send us a message, you know, um, like Carl always always says, you know, we'd love to hear from anybody out there. Um, yeah. Comments, ideas. Um, we do have a list of people that we want to get on here in the new year. Um, for interviews, we have some really good ones. Um, so yeah, listen, listen for that. Wait for those ones to come out. But check us out on the Instagram, the Facebook. 
YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Big on the YouTube. Yeah, our, YouTube's uh, a big one. Our numbers have been climbing, which is really good. We're really excited about getting some uh, uh, some new videos shot, which is tough with the COVID, right? Like, yeah, it's really um, screwed everything up. We can do a lot of the SCBA stuff, but... I mean, <laughs> but you can't hear what we're saying. But you can't hear what we're saying. And, like, we're not uh, AV geniuses here. Mm. Voiceover stuff. I mean, I don't know. Carl's pretty good. But, you know, again, like, we're all pretty busy. <laughs> so it would be sweet if we could just have somebody talking. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's just in general. I mean, it's really slowed our role with... Um, just, just with training in general. Like, we can't intermingle... The for groups sure. for the trainings and stuff, right? Yeah. So that's that's very difficult right now, mm-hmm. um, and just extra events and stuff. It's it's made it challenging for us. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I feel springtime. I bet you we'll be able to get into that again. Yeah. That'll I think be, so that's going to start yeah. loosening mm-hmm. up for us. Mm-hmm. So, but anyways, so, yeah, definitely watch out for that. I uh, I think that is all. Do you guys have any last final words? Final thoughts? Ash? No, I'm good. Thanks, all guys. Right. Scott, great. All right. Thank you very much and uh, happy new year. And hopefully this year is better than the last. Have a good night. Stay safe. I think we're supposed to stay safe. Stay DTF. (laughs)